Hey, ladies, welcome back to Real Men, Real Insights. I'm, of course, your host, Anja Boyd, and I'm really excited because today we're going to talk about what to do when he doesn't text you first with relationship expert Clay Andrews. Hi, Clay. Hello. Nice to be here. I'm so excited to have you here, Clay, and you know, just really hear from a man's perspective what actually happens, right? We women, we always get into our mind, right? Analysis paralysis. He doesn't like me. And what can I do? And so on. So really excited to talk about. Yeah. And, and trust me, men, men get into all of that too. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, ladies. See, that's already like your first hint here, right? Like humanizing men, you know? So thanks for doing that, Clay. And before we do that, let me just tell you a little bit about who Clay is. Clay Andrews has been helping people connect, heal, and love since 2009. His specialty is helping people save relationships from breakup or recover from particularly challenging situations. Clay has been doing this through teaching advanced relational skills and communication strategies to help clients so they can connect and open up a new possibility for love. Yay! <laughs> so we can all smile again. So Clay, tell us a little bit how you got into this. You could have yeah, done yeah. So th th this is an unusual career. I'll admit that. Um, and uh, what happened was I actually got out of grad school in 2009, which was right when you know the economy stopped for a little while, um, and uh, uh, I I just needed to figure out something. And so I had been uh, going through my own journey in my own life to figure out love and dating and all that. Um, and, and so I, I, I did have some inkling that I would like to actually share what I've learned uh, with other people. And it seemed like just as good a time as any to, to you know, start up a website and, and get things going. And, um, you know, I, I started all this up with my, my then girlfriend and now wife, uh, Mika, um, who, who has been helping me for, you know, the past, whatever it is, 12 years now, um, with all of this. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's been a really cool, cool journey. It's been a really amazing ride to, to help people to, to learn and grow uh, myself and to also help others as well, too. And you guys are such like two peas in a pod. You're like such match made in heaven. Will you share with us how you met Mika Clay? Cause that's always a question <laughs> I get. Yeah, so we we actually met online on Match.com. Um, um, you know, I I had been living in Phoenix, Arizona for a while, and um, you know, like I said, I was in grad school back then, and you know, I I, I didn't want to date anyone in my program because that could be kind of messy and complicated. So I I wanted to get out there and meet some other people that I wouldn't normally meet, and so I sent it for Match.com, and you know, I I dated around a little bit on that website. But I mean, I imagine it's probably still the same today where you just kind of get used to seeing the same faces over and over again whenever you log on. And so one day I just, um, something hit me. It's just like, okay, let's just sort by newest people on the site first. And like, I did it and like, boom, there was her face right there. She had a great smile. Um, I read her profile and she mentioned something about how she like got really into some book and how she was like yelling at the book or something like that. And then I just sent her some message about that. And we just started talking and, um, yeah, we, we start dating and uh, I guess things just unfolded from there. 
which actually proves the point to me, right? Because she was really showing her authentic essence right out of the gate, right? You could visualize her reading the book and yelling at yeah. it. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know if we want to get into like dating tips just yet, but um, that was one of the things that I found really uh, frustrating with online dating was, you know, there were a lot of nice women who looked good and everything like that. Um, and they had to find enough profile, I guess, but there really wasn't anything to really latch onto. There wasn't any like personality really showing through. Um, and so even though I wanted to contact some women, there, there just like wasn't anything for me to really grab onto. And I didn't want to just be one of those guys. that's like, Hey, how are you doing? Or something like that. I wanted to actually make a, make a good connection. And there, there, there just wasn't a lot um, that many women were showing, but, you know, thankfully my wife did put some time into her profile and, uh, good for me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's quite a firecracker. So I can actually totally see her yelling at the book. <laughs> That's so great. You know, and right, because otherwise, what are you going to write? Oh, I love that you like hiking, like all the other 15 women's profiles that I just looked at, right? It feels like inauthentic, right? It feels like, okay, it's just like nothing new. So, but today we're going to talk about what to do when he doesn't text you first. Right. So a lot of women that attract men into your life, some of them sometimes they're referred to as the beta males. But are there beta males or is it a behavior that a woman is bringing out of a man? Well, I think there, there's a lot of potential reasons why a man may not um, text first um, or, or reply. Um, so, first of all, um, a man may just take a longer time to reply or to initiate contact for, for certain reasons. Um, I, I know it may be difficult for, for some people to, to, to wrap their mind around this, but you know, sometimes men do feel nervous and anxious about contacting a woman. And so he may sit there like staring at his phone thinking like, Oh my goodness, I just met this awesome woman, but what do I say? I don't know. Like, I need to get my act together first. I need to plan some sort of nice date or something before I even, you know, ca call her up or something. What should I do? Oh my goodness. Should I go to this restaurant or that restaurant? What are their hours? Do, like, do I actually have anything that's good enough to wear? I don't know. Um, and so, and so sometimes men will kind of, you know, stall when it comes to following up um, because they're just trying to get things in order or feel better themselves about making that contact. Um, another thing as well, too, that could happen is, you know, sometimes for better or worse, you know, there are a lot of uh, people out there that are advising both men and women that, you know, you need to play certain games when it comes to dating and relationships. And one of those that is like really common for, you know, men, even that aren't like in the whole like pickup artist world or anything is um, that you have to wait like a certain amount of time before you contact a woman so that she doesn't think you're too interested or something like that. Like, like one of the things, at least for me growing up was, you know, you got to wait three days. Um, and so that's, that could be something that could be going on with him as well too. Um, other things that could obviously be going on is some sort of emotional um, blockage that could be happening between the two of you. Again, I don't know uh, what sort of interaction you had prior to this, but maybe there's some sort of um, confusion on his part about what you want or where the two of you are going or, or something like that. And maybe that needs to be addressed. Um, there, there could be a lot of things. I don't know. Do you want me to keep going or yeah, just keep going, you know, that's like so, <laughs> okay. so interesting because I think it really helps women to understand more 
the male psychology, right? Because put themselves into their shoes because I think you're probably already said things where women are like, oh, wow, I had no idea that a guy would think that, right? Because they just think, <laughs> oh, he's probably talking to other women and he's probably not interested. And Yeah, like, and oh, admittedly, that could be a possibility. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe he just isn't interested. Maybe he is, as as you said before, just like a submissive type of person who just doesn't take the initiative um, in in his life in other areas as well too. But you know what I usually advise clients to do is to you know cut people a little bit of slack when it comes to things like this. Um, understand that, like, okay, yeah, sometimes people, for better or worse, do believe that they need to do things like wait three days, or sometimes people do need to, you know, overthink things and work up the courage to actually, you know, call up someone on the phone or text someone or whatever. Um, And, you know, sure, if there is anything that uh, you need to change in terms of how you're uh, interacting with one another to make sure that the emotional connection is good and strong, do that. But beyond that, um, anything that you're getting from him, whether it's like a passive behavior or something like that, just see that as feedback about what his character is and what his personality is like and uh, take all that in and say, okay, can I accept him as the man that he is right now? If yes, awesome. Great. Go ahead. But if not, then, uh, you know, you might need to make some tough choices and say, okay, maybe he's just not the right man for me. It doesn't mean he's wrong. doesn't mean I'm wrong. It's just maybe that's not the kind of man that I'm looking for to get the kind of relationship that I want. And that's okay. And that can sometimes be tough because it may be even like a man who has really amazing qualities and is really loving and all of that, right? But if like some, if that's a deal breaker in communication, meaning the resentment grows in a woman's heart every time when he, when she needs to reach out, right? And he just thinks, oh, it's normal. It's like a pattern, you know, she reaches out, I respond, what's wrong? Uh, then she needs to look at that for sure. So, so what can a woman do when he doesn't text first, assuming of course he is not someone who's naturally like that, right? So let's say it's like one of those other cases. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, there, 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 there could be a lot of things going on. Like I said before, um, additionally, uh, just, just to circle back, cause as you were saying something, I kind of jogged something in my mind, but, um, Additionally, if you know he's happening to be going through some sort of really stressful thing right now, like a work deadline or something like that, he might just be like laser focused on it. like, you know, I met my wife when I was in grad school. Mm-hmm. I was not as responsive to her as she probably would have liked because I was, you know, staying up until 4 a.m. every night and living off of four hours of sleep and just drinking energy drinks and <laughs> apparently gaining 25 pounds. But um, anyway, <laughs> um, Anyway, uh, cut him a little bit of slack for, you know, all of these other external things. Um, if, if he's just like not taking the lead, um, there are a couple of things that you can do. Uh, first of all, if you're able to actually talk with, so if this is like him just not initiating, but the two of you are communicating with one another, um, when you are uh, connected and when you are, when you are talking with one another, it can be useful to um, have what what we in our little community would call a same team conversation, uh, which is to basically say, hey, you know, um, I know we're still trying to figure out how we fit into each other's lives. Um, 
but you know, I'm not going out of my way to hurt you. And I don't think you're going out of your way to hurt me. So can we just agree that we're going to be on the same team? And if it ever seems like anything's weird between the two of us, just, you know, tap me on the shoulder and let me know. And likewise, I'll tap you on the shoulder and I'll let you know. Um, and what that does is it actually minimizes the amount of, um, of, of potential misunderstanding between the two of you. And that can set the two of you up to have a much better dynamic in terms of not just the texting, but in terms of everything else when it comes to communication or, or anything else. Because, you know, a lot of what I deal with is, you know, people that say like, oh, wh why did he say this? Why did he do that? And we can speculate on it. We could say, oh, well, maybe it's because of this. Maybe it's because he has an avoidant attachment style. Maybe it's because he's, you know, emotionally unavailable. Maybe it's because he's dating a million other women or something. I don't know. Um, I can guess, and your guess is probably just as good as mine, but <laughs> the one person who does know is him, right? And mm -hmm. so if you can just bring him into the conversation and say, hey, remember how we talked about being on the same team? Well, I'm just out of curiosity, like, it seems like, it seems like um, you're not really reaching out to me. Is there something going on that's causing you to feel uncomfortable talking to me? Or maybe you're just really busy with work or something. Just, just let me know. So I know how to contextualize this. Mm -hmm. And um, that can actually invite him to step forward and say, you know, this is what it is. You know, maybe I'm having a tough time getting over my, my ex or maybe uh, something else is coming up. I don't know. But most of the time, it has nothing to do with you. Mm. Really, most of the time it has to do with, you know, some sort of weird external thing like, you know, oh my goodness, I, I forgot my phone at home today or I'm under some crazy uh, stress thing from work or, or something else or even just, you know, personal stuff that he needs to go through in terms of his own growth, like getting over uh, <laughs> his own maybe emotional issues or something like that. But, you know, as long as you're bringing yourself to the relationship and the dynamic in a totally reasonable sort of way. Um, just take anything that you're getting back from him as feedback about what his character is. And then just take that in and say, okay, is that what I want in a partner? Yes or no. Mm -hmm. Totally. So let's say, cause I'd like to take one specific scenario and just go a little deeper with that. So let's say it's because he's maybe more on the emotionally unavailable side. Like okay can a woman do to make him text first or to, for him to initiate more? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there are obviously things that you could say or do to get him to text first, but uh, we don't necessarily want to do that because that could be going further down the wrong road. Um, and so you have to say, okay, like, is this guy emotionally unavailable? If he is, then once again, you have to get real about it and say, okay, maybe he's emotionally unavailable. Um, is he going to change? Maybe. Can he change? I hope so. Um, but is he going to change on, on your time frame? Not necessarily. He might be locked into this emotionally unavailable thing for months, years, decades, even maybe even the rest of his life. I don't know. But I don't want any of my clients or anyone uh, listening to this to just be sitting there holding their breath, hoping that an emotionally unavailable man suddenly becomes available. Uh, so it's, it's not that we want to force the outcome of getting him to initiate more or to respond to you or anything like that, but we want to um, get clear about what his character is and ask ourselves, is this what I want to bring into my life? If it is great, if it's not, 
then, hey, you know, let's let's create some space so that the right man can come into your life. Yeah. And also deciding, do I have to always be sort of like the bunny that jumps out of the cake and that turns herself upside down and turns herself into a pretzel? And, you know, it always has to do something right for him to text first. Right. Is that is that a dynamic? that I want, you know, or do I want an effortless, well, I mean, you know, relatively effortless relationship and marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, you know, if it is a really important thing for you, then yeah, it can make sense to bring it up and say, Hey, you know, what really works for me is, is if you take a little bit more initiative. So I know that you're interested. Um, but if that's not something that you're really willing to go to bat for, don't worry about it. You know, there are so many things that people, um, you know, <laughs> keep score of when it comes to dating and relationships um, that really ultimately aren't that important if you're focused on the right things. Um, you know, and and when I say focused on the right things in our little world, what 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 the right things are is the emotional connection between the two of you. Um, if the two of you are connecting emotionally and if you're having a great time and if you're getting closer and if, you know, you have similar goals and visions of, in life and all, all that, awesome. Uh, like, I have no idea who texts more first, me or my wife. I don't know. Totally. Yeah. It's, Same it's, here. It's relevant for me to, to keep score of that. <laughs> um, and and even, even, if, even if it was somehow important, I could just turn to my wife and say, hey, you know, it really helped me a lot if you would initiate more, likewise, you could say that to me. Mm -hmm. um, but because we have some of the, the more fundamental things in place, like I kind of hinted at this before, but, you know, being on the same team, um, communication and trust, then that allows us to actually be able to have these kinds of conversations and being able to have the flexibility to adapt as we need to in order to, to keep our relationship strong. Yeah. And that leads me a little bit to the, uh, the next question, or maybe you had that question before that. Uh, which was how, what do you tell a woman who is actually concerned? What is he going to think? Am I going to lose him? Right. We have so many women who are afraid to rock the boat when they actually approach the man, just as the idea that you just said proposed, right. is terrifying to them <laughs> to say, Oh, Hey, like, how come I'm always texting first. Right. So what would you tell that woman? Yeah. What you already mentioned, of course. Yeah. So like I said before, um, when you're in the early stages of meeting someone, what you want to do is you want to learn about their character. You want to you have a clear idea of the kind of man that you want to bring into your life, the kind of relationship that you want to have. And then you want to take any man that happens to you know, come into your life and say, okay, does he match up with what I'm going for? Does he match up with the kind of relationship that I want or the partner that I want? If he does, awesome. Let's let's take this to the next level. But if he doesn't, then you know you gotta you gotta let him go. And you know if you if you aren't able to connect or relate to a man the way that you want, if he's not initiating and you and and, and that's really something that's important to you, um, then maybe that's just not the right guy for you. And you gotta just let him go to create the space that you want. And so, you know, when it comes to pushing your comfort zone with some of these um, uncomfortable conversations, what, we, what we're really trying to do is to find out quickly what his character is so that you can make an informed choice about, is this the right guy or is this the wrong guy? 
And we also want to bring ourselves as authentically as possible to these um, interactions and to these, uh, uh, you know, other men um, so that we can show them who we are and they can show us who they are and we can actually see if there's something uh, that brings us closer together. But if we're putting on some sort of mask or putting on some sort of performance or something in order to, you know, be the right person for him, um, then he's not going to get to really know you. and Likewise, you may not really get to know him because you're either too focused on the performance itself, or maybe he's putting on some sort of act as well or something. I don't know. Um, but if you can just drop all of the, all of the facade and just uh, show up as, as the most genuine and authentic version of you and just invite him to kind of step into this dynamic with you, um, then that's, that's really all you need to do. If he's not able to, to join you on that because he's unable or unwilling to show up that way, or uh, maybe the, the intensity of who you really are is too much for him or something, then it's really better to find that out sooner rather than later. It's better to find that out after like one or two or three dates rather than after you know one or two or three years, because that way you have that much more time and space to find the right person for you if you do have to, you know, say goodbye. Totally. And Clay, do you have a story of a woman that you have worked with who you have helped with exactly that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do. Um, I, I, I will leave her name anonymous. Uh, of course, now, of course. I, I don't know if I've call her Melanie for now, you know, <laughs> what, what's the fictitious name we're going to go with? M Melanie. Okay. Melanie. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, so Melanie was, um, reconnecting with, with her ex, uh, boyfriend who, you know, they'd broken up like five years ago or something. And, um, um, they, they had just gotten back in contact with one another, but he was kind of, you know, spotty sometimes in sometimes out. And she was like, you know, scanning his, uh, social media pages, trying to like, who, who's that person he's following? Like what, what what's going on there? Is, is there something going on? I should be worried about. Um, and, and she was really kind of letting a lot of this stuff get to her at first. But uh, as I worked with her, we, we got to, you know, calm down the, the, the anxious thoughts a little bit. We, in our world, we call it the BS machine because it mm. pumps you full of BS thoughts that just <laughs> cause you to panic and do things you later regret. Um, but uh, we calmed that down. And then we also uh, worked on just having her bring herself to the interactions in just like a genuinely kind of curious sort of way. Um, so, you know, maybe she would text him something and um, he wouldn't respond. And rather than just kind of sitting there, like worrying about it, what does it mean? Like, did I do something wrong or whatever? Um, we, we, we told her to use this uh, strategy called closing the loop where you just, you know, wait, wait a sort of normal length where he would respond, maybe a little bit longer, and then just follow up and say something like, hey, you know, it seems like you're a little bit uh, preoccupied right now and can't get back to me about whatever X, Y, Z. No worries about it. Let's just, let's just catch up when you have some time. And surprisingly, when she sent that to him, it actually kind of resurfaced the, the conversation that they were having or the thing that she wanted to talk about. And he was like, oh, hey, sorry about that. I just got really busy with this. Um, anyway, da, 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 da. and he went on to answer the question. And so that was like one easy way that she kind of got past this whole, like him not responding issue. Mm, okay. And, and like, since then they've gotten a lot closer and they're, they're like, 
like a freaking heartbeat from like actually being in a relationship with one another. Like every, every time I talk to him, I'm like, this is it. This is it. I can't wait for the, the, the story, but it, it, I don't know. It just keeps getting dragged out just a little bit longer, but they're almost there. They're almost there. I'm so excited. Oh yeah. I'm excited to hear that success story for sure. So Clay, for the women who are really uh, hanging on every word that you shared today and would love to hear and learn more about the wisdom that you share with all the single women that come to you. Like what's your free gift? Yeah. So um, it's a book I have called be loved for who you are. Um, this, this is like a full book. Like it's, it's like 200 pages or something. Um, you can go ahead and get it over at modernlove.life slash book. Very clever domain name there. I, I, I try really hard. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's called be loved for who you are. And it talks about um, how to, set yourself up to have a great relationship by kind of working through, um, you know, places where you don't feel comfortable being truly authentically yourself uh, by getting through like limiting beliefs, um, different aspects of, you know, your way of being, how you're bringing yourself to interacting and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's based on a lot of my life's work here, at least over the past 12 or so years. Um, and it's, it's, there it is. You're more than welcome to go and check it out if you want to. Oh, awesome. Ladies, of course, just as usual, the link is right below this video. Any last tip, Clay, that you have for those single women out there? Yeah, um, there, there's a couple things, two things, really. Number one, um, just remember that men overthink things just like you do. They get anxious about things just like you do. They worry about things just like you do. Um, I can tell you this, uh, you know, I, I vividly remember a lot of the concerns that I had when I was single and dating and, you know, I have many male clients as well too. And th they, they are human beings just like you. They're not just some sort of like perfect gatekeepers of your happiness or something. They have their own emotional stuff that they're going through. And if you can remember that, that's going to help you out. Um, the second thing is that you really do deserve to be loved for who you are and you do deserve to take a stand for the relationship that you want. If you're in a situation that's not meeting your standards for what you want. Um, and if there's something you can do to tweak it, sure, do it. But um, if it's just not the right one for you, that's okay. It's okay to let go of that. And it's okay to create the space to welcome something better into your life. Uh, you don't have to settle for less. You don't have to uh, put your own needs on the back burner. You do deserve the kind of love that you really want. Mm, oh, so true. But thank you so much for being here today, Clay. This was really so informative. And for the ladies, I will talk to you next time. Take care. Thank you. All 